I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Baby bitches leave. Hey team, welcome back to the only podcast where you can hear a couple of guys talk about... (sighs) (laughs) There it is. Should we keep it? I think it's funnier that way. I'm into it. I I was was focusing on two things at once. Wow. I was secretly hoping that would happen and kind of knew it was going to. I was going to say, I looked across the table and you had a smile on your face and I was like, I guess it landed. We're back, folks. We're here in the chill zone with returning fan favorite guest, great friend of ours, Joseph P. Grada. I was going to give you your full name. I decided to shorten it briefly. Uh, I appreciate that. Thank you guys for having me back here. I am excited. He's back. Oh, your favorite band bubbling in. Perfect. You know, you do know how much. Feel free to do the talk up if you want. Yeah. The. (laughs) (laughs) Joe, you showed up with a bottle of booze and like. You're just drinking out of it. Very cool guy stuff right up top. You yeah, also have a dope suit on. Today we're going to be drinking from the uh, Dalmore King Alexander III, <laughs> mm. uh, which is a Highland single malt scotch whiskey. Okay. <laughs> Very Folks. excited to finish this entire bottle while I talk to you guys. It's going to get real exciting as Folks, this thing moves along. I'm sitting here sipping on a Black Cherry High Noon. What, what year is that? Is that a recent vintage? <laughs> it's probably made yesterday. I, th- I think so. <laughs> and... Uh, so we're basically just drinking the same kind of deal. Mm. Mm. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back. Thank you, know. you guys for having me. It's a consistent, constant pleasure to be here. Hell yeah. Um, I was kind of time traveling back to like the early 2000s today. The following acts... I do that most days. Hall released a new album today on this day in 2023. Foo Fighters, oh my. Avenged Sevenfold... Oh, and Rancid. Uh, which Rancid album was it, though? New. No, these today, are all, they're all today. It's today? Yeah. Today, these all, these all, Avenged Sevenfold's still a band. Yeah, mm. they're... I'm actually really surprised at that. Rancid, though, also, they really have Rancid's touring, anything. as far as I know. I mean, I mean, and Outcome the Wolves is one of the better albums ever, really. I mean, it's pretty consistent all the way through. But other than that, they've had like, uh, they're like The Offspring, where they have like one good song and album. Mm. for like 10 albums. Monty's a huge Offspring fan. <laughs> I don't know if you guys knew that. In the no, same no. way that I'm an Aerosmith fan? No. Um, he actually actively hates Aerosmith. Is it? So it's a little different. You just don't really have an opinion about Aerosmith whatsoever. Yeah, okay. When did I even... I started that bit like seven years ago, just kind of saying that Joe really likes Aerosmith. And you don't. Uh, like you, I mean, they're good. They're fine. It's just I'm not a, a passionate yeah, this enough. This is more for... like it. We'll do this instead. I mean, there you go. This, this yeah, is better. Billy. We love Billy. His best song is the Downeaster Alexa, but I figured I'd play The Stranger. That's definitely not true. Hmm. No, that's Joe's favorite, too. <laughs> no, that's weird. We share that favorite. Mid, mid-level, mediocre <laughs> Billy Joel, if I had to pick one. Do you want to just go like real deep, esoteric, inside joke bits and not talk about movies and TV at all? What do you think? Uh, Are we not already doing that? Yeah. That, <laughs> is that... I've noticed this theme, actually. <laughs> but... Billy Joel, will they ever make a biopic about him? A nice splashy music biopic? Starring with... like Kumail Nanjiani? <laughs> as Billy Joel? <laughs> <laughs> or as his daughter Alexa? <laughs> Alexa, 
who who would actually play Billy Joel? I have no clue. Mm. Like Phil, uh, Paul Giamatti. Yeah, I mean, that feels like that could, that could be something. I De-aged. Like, I like Joey in the role. I think I could do it. Would you accept? Yeah, absolutely. Can we direct? Yeah, mm. yeah. You guys can get the. It's your idea. You just came up with it just now. <laughs> I don't see why we can't make this happen. An Enough Brothers production. Yeah. yeah. Folks, if you want to produce this picture, shoot us an email yeah. at gmail.com. Yeah, shout out to yeah. Monty. We need an executive producer and someone say. to organize this. Yeah. I know there's at least two guys with a lot of money listening right now. Yeah. And I'm not going to say names on air because I don't want to blow up spots. No. I mean, one, one of them's in the studio. And that's true, too. Yeah. Him, too. Just, we have three very, very wealthy listeners, if not four or five. I think, honestly, and my dad's involved. Dad, I'm going to need some more money. Just Help the, us out. We're gonna we gotta finance this thing. No doubt. Just the fact that we're talking about making a new musical biopic. There's already Oscar buzz for Joey in yeah. the role of yeah. B- Billy Joel yeah. for this picture. It's, it's I had to drink more than I usually do uh, in order to fit into and breathe in this role. You're mm-hmm. gonna have a, a bottle of red and a bottle of white before <clears throat> whatever kind of mood I'm in each scene? tonight. Yes. He knew more lyrics than I did. Well, I've been Hell studying yeah. for this role my entire life. Fuck, he's perfect for it. He's going to win the Oscar. Speaking of winning the Oscar, can we get into the top story of the week? Uh, the movies. Yeah, what happened? I mean... I bet it has to do with Vin, doesn't it? It does. Yes. <laughs> and Oh, boy. More importantly, it has to do with uh, his former nemesis, The Rock. I got Ugh. a direct quote here from The Rock. Buck. He came out and announced a new Fast and Furious movie, which we'll get into after this. It's a whole... This is going to take some time. But he said, Last summer, Vin and I put all the past behind us. We'll lead with brotherhood and resolve and always take care of the franchise characters and fans that we love. You want to know what really happened? Yes. Uh, A few months ago, the Black Adam lost $100 million. And The Rock released a really bad song, and basically he's a complete chump, and now he's got his tail between his legs, and he's going to beg his way back into one of the top franchises because no one gives a fuck about him. Yeah, He's honestly, were he to not jump back into this franchise, he's 10 years away from having a steroid-induced heart attack (laughs) in, in complete obscurity like Mickey Rourke and The Wrestler. Ooh. I would love if The Rock got a lot of uh, work done on his face and then did like a bunch of turkeys like Mickey did. I can this could see be great. him at, yeah, in some beat-up gym. This could save The Rock's career. So you, so you think it's like <laughs> for the first steps towards this this inevitable collapse for him. So yeah. this is uh, you know a couple missteps here. This could be the beginning of the end. Yes. That's sort of the implication. No, it is like, it seems desperate. He's like, okay, I'll come back to he, Fast and Furious, yeah. a sure thing. And he also announced he's going to do a live action remake of that Disney movie Moana, which Ugh, that's which something nobody came out like five years ago exactly. or something. That's what we were saying. <laughs> it's like, this doesn't need to be remade. This is just like an excuse for you to just make a new movie that you think people will be tricked into seeing. But also he comes out with this announcement, like Vin and I put the past behind us. We like bury the hatchet and we've decided to continue to make completely separate movies <laughs> Like, he's going to make a Fast and Furious film focused on his Hobbs character. They say it's not a sequel to Hobbs and Shaw. This will be Shawless. So it's just going to be like The Rock for a whole movie being like, I was over here doing this while the family was doing this. 
Yeah, they're not going to be filming together at any point at all. No. Like, they won't even be on set. Like, so any interaction that they're pretending they had is not real. This and the, if they had it, it's completely fabricated. Yeah, like it'll be green screen, them together. Like They'll like do a split diopter shot of them, and it'll just be... But this, it literally says, this new movie will act as a bridging chapter between Fast X and Fast 11. Expected to star other fast actors... But Vin Diesel is not expected to appear. I so, love I've seen um, the first Fast and the Furious. In 01 or? Uh, yeah, when it came out. <laughs> uh, and then the second one. Do you want to um, watch the other seven real quick? Uh, no. See, I, I really only would take in one movie a year, uh, which is why it makes sense for me to be on this podcast. Yes. Mm. Um, yeah, perfect guy to be commenting was, on these things. Have just, you watched your 2023 movie yet? No, that's why I'm here. I need a recommendation. So if wow. you guys could throw something at me, I mean, should I just jump in on Fast 10? Yes. I yes. mean, yeah, that makes sense. They're not, you know... Actually, if you only watch one movie a year... between the groups. If you watch a movie a year and you watch Fast X, you might be turned off of movies for the rest of your life. So we're going to find a really, actually good one to I, I saw, um, I think it was the 7th or the 8th, I watched about 15 minutes on a plane. Um, and it made so little sense uh, mm. that I uh, I turned it off. <laughs> nice tiny little screen with headphones. Yeah. The best possible way to watch a fucking yeah, big a action giant movie. action film. And 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 then uh, then I saw Space Jam two, and oh. I got all of twelve minutes into that. That movie sucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I gave up on media for the rest of the plane ride. Understandably yeah. so. Yeah. You wonder who got a bad rap, and I think that they rubbed him the wrong way, and no, nothing that happened there, nothing shook out right. R. Kelly. Oh, all right. Yeah. They got to let him out. Yeah. Yeah. You think that uh, all those, uh, well, how many women was it? Well, dozens. Yeah. They were all lying. Every one of them. Yep. Mm-hmm. This gets released out into the world, huh? Uh, <laughs> when you say the world, it's it's like 50 people, uh, sometimes yeah. 150. But it's, it's out there. It's out there. Guys, for Joe's benefit, I'm being sarcastic. There we go. I Thank think you. he should be in jail forever. That's and I appreciate that. No, I think he should be in Fast Eleven and also maybe the Hobbs standalone movie. But that's him just and, me. In him and uh, <laughs> I'm picturing that picture you sent earlier of The Rock twice, but instead of The Rock twice, it's The Rock and R. Kelly. <laughs> but R. Kelly's in prison clothes. Green light. Robert. But yeah, the Rock. I'm like feeling bad for him. He's this is like a downfall. This is a Are classic. You really? Not really. I'm actually just yeah. delighting in it. It's the, it's the, only the beginning anyway. I mean, he's got plenty of room for recovery here. I want a... What I'd like to see is a behind-the-scenes, fictionalized retelling of Vin Diesel on The Rock behind the scenes of these movies, like what they're actually like and what's going on. Hmm. And them like having arguments over, like, I have to win this fight, <laughs> and I have to win this race, and I will not budge <laughs> on this issue. <laughs> For like even a second, because they actually do this. They have like clauses in their contracts. Like I have to win every fight. These are insane people. I'd be more interested to see like the way the executive producers are talking about them behind the scenes, where it's just like we have been babysitting these giant men for like two decades now, and they do not listen to reason. They act like children. Then never mind the clauses. The guy Justin Lin, who directed like the past several movies, quit. He like left the set. Weeks into filming Fast X, probably just because he was tired of listening to Vin Diesel be, be like, listen, we gotta, 
This scene, I think, like we play my song while I fucking just go out there, make it seem like it's Vin's idea, and then he'll do what you want. Just tell him how smart he is. Great, go ahead. Yes. Every time Justin That's wasn't what's... paying attention, uh, Vin grabbed his sleeves and tore them off of all of his shirts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm enraged. I say this in a tank top, but even still, I find it funny that everywhere Vin goes, at all times, sleeveless. Yeah. Isn't he wearing clothing in order to accentuate his now flabby figure? The he's, he's trying to cover up. That's another story we read yeah. this week. Yeah, he's wearing like shape-ups. Yeah, good for him. <laughs> the headline of this uh, National Enquirer article was The Fat and the Furious. Oh, that was pretty oh, funny. Oh. Yeah, for a guy that wealthy, you think he'd get his hands on some Ozempic like the rest of the stars out there. Yeah. I need, I'm going to get my buckle fat removed like Tom Brady. <laughs> I can't believe I wasn't in 80 for Brady. I would have shown up to that set. And said whatever they wanted me to. Also, Vin Diesel uh, said recently they have to deliver a satisfying conclusion for the Fast and Furious films because we've never in Universal Pictures history had a cliffhanger like we had in Fast X. Yeah, I'm over here now. I love that he goes on the record with such... He's just out there saying stuff. The hyperbole he, and everything. He's yeah. doing an unnecessary amount of press the last couple of weeks. He's he's everywhere. What, what were the reviews like for, for Fast Not 10? good. Yeah, right? It, this is one of the ones where they say like it's it's the humor of its self, self-awareness is, is no longer blending. Correct. I'm, right? I'm almost like out of the family. I've yeah. never been this close to being like, I don't yeah. think these movies are funny anymore. Right. <laughs> like... It's You're on like, the edge. I'm like teetering so close. It's crazy. They. And I never thought this would happen. They. They're, they're the puppet strings are showing at this yeah. point, and it's it's yeah. hard to even keep up the charade of like how much we love them, given the <laughs> fact that like I'm turn like, it on its head, they're mostly garbage. Yeah, like this one was so poorly made that you just see all the scenes and you're like, oh, this is dumb. I, w- I was watching Fast 9 the other day with friend of the show, Dan. And I was mm. like, compared to Fast X, this is like a 10 out of 10, like A24 picture. It's fucking <laughs> just nuts how bad Fast X was. I feel how like, about like should... a, an independently produced A24 Fast and the Furious? That actually sounds great. Where mm. it's like actual street racing with good actors and it's well done. Oh, did you? Yeah, I'd watch that. You're good? Yep. But yeah, that... Mm. Vin said something else crazy recently that no. No <laughs> I wish way. I should have had. I need all his pull quotes here. We need like a. I think I might have one on a video that I legit sent if you want to. I do. His, all right. And I'm still just waiting for his full album. Actually, I need I a, new music from him. I had a couple notes here I was going to prepare for. It says watch more movies. <laughs> movies. Yeah. But yeah, you're. Too late. I was saying yeah, earlier. I, mean, I missed the boat. You're like Dan. He watches like a movie a year and is yeah. like, oh, that was the best movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm pretty selective over which one. Oh, here we go. Watch. Mm-hmm. Animated gets some priority. Also say, when they want to talk to Uncle Pablo, they go to the ocean. <laughs> what, uh... And then it's just like videos of Paul Walker surfing. That one's less funny, but I have like, I've been just looking at Vince, Vince, so, Vin yeah, Diesel so quotes all week. Is Paul Walker week. coming back for the next one? Is that the big surprise? Honestly, probably. Yeah. He's dead, but probably oh, anyway. Something they, that's, they, that's the big problem with these movies. Is yeah. He's still alive yeah. in the yeah. universe of the movies. Wait, he is? Yes. yes. Why? Why? Great question. I'd love to talk for the next 45 <laughs> minutes about it. So let's go. I mean, I, there is no like necessary plot point that requires him to have been there from the point that he was no longer alive in the real world. Yes. At this point. So why they, didn't they just kill him off? They had the great ending at... 
Furious 7, the one, the last one he's actually in, and they have the ending with his CGI face, and he drives off into the sunset. I have heard about it. And you're like, oh, that's sweet and dope. But if they ended there, it would make sense. Now it's insane because they're like, oh, Brian's watching the kids. But then, like, in the movie, his (laughs) wife is in, like, danger at their home. It's like, where is he? (laughs) He should be somewhere. Like... They have other characters on the show that they've removed for various reasons, yet for what they're keeping him like, and then they also in Fast 10, they do like probably, what is it? Fast five where they do the retcon shit where they showed like actual footage from the fifth movie for 15 minutes where, so he's in the 10th one. It's with old footage. He's in the seventh one with fake CGI footage. That's like his brother underneath like a green screen mask correct it's just really (laughs) stupid and like i'm kind of dropping the charade that i think these are the best movies ever made i think this is here on air we're doing it having a lot of trouble with and it's it just makes it distracting when you're watching because it's like everyone knows he's dead and they're like wow it's really weird that brian's watching the kids and isn't here as we're like in peril and he's the one who did all this stuff I mean, Just because we're bereaved doesn't make us sad. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's almost Actually, went, that kinda, almost yeah, kind of irrelevant there. He's in. I mean, he was sort of the the only like compelling character anyway. The other ones were all kind of foils for him, more or less. So like once he's gone, isn't there really just no one else really fixated on? Yeah. Finn was really supposed to be the other about? guy, you know? That's why they're bringing the rock back. It's like we need something, something. to like bounce this fucking oaf this, Vin Diesel off of. Like, get a bigger, balder guy. We got like <laughs> nine supporting characters. None of them are popping at all. Tyrese is doing everything he can and nobody's giving a shit. I saw Tyrese on a talk show the other day talking about how like Vin Diesel is like a very simple guy who doesn't wear any expensive clothes or all the, most of the cars that he drives are donated or given to him as gifts. And then like every now and then he'll come out and like pick up a tab or something to let everybody know that he's got dough. But it just sounds like Vin is one of the most delusional people on the planet by just the way people speak about him in his absence and by the way he behaves both on set and like in the movies themselves outside of the movies then when he does any type of movies yeah does any type of promotion for anything it's all just like the emperor's new clothes like I still, he's delusion i still think he's ahead of the rock the rock's like an egomaniac vin's just like a dullard who's like trying to be mm. more rockish and i don't even know well we're going to see them battle in separate movies in Fast 11 and wow. the Hobbs standalone movie. My God. Get excited, folks. Oh. I have uh, Bam Margera news Fuck yeah, while dude. we're on the subject oh. of other duds. Oh. He's one of my death pool picks. Yep. Fans of the show know this. Mm-hmm. He was quoted the other day saying, I will smoke crack until I'm dead. Now, let me just... Unless he sees his son, Phoenix. Yeah. That was part of it. Without the end, he's funnier, son. almost. Yeah. But yeah, then he did say that. <laughs> um, he wasn't just talking about killing himself with crack, folks. So, so speaking as a uh, licensed attorney here, mm. um, this mm. uh, is not the recommended path to regain custody of your children. You don't think uh, that would work uh, out? No, usually no. And uh, there's a motion you can carry in court, and it's the uh, motion to smoke crack. And uh, <laughs> uh, I haven't filled one out myself. I don't practice in that area, but I know other people that have been semi-successful, but I'd say 90% of the time you leave crack out of the equation. Have you ever seen a case where it's like, it's so crazy. It just works type of deal. Um, no, that that never, ever happens. (laughs) Does anyone Um, ever like smoke crack in the courtroom and like, wow, they're just like, you know, if he can handle that, he can handle his kids. Yes. Um, 
No, and and actually, <laughs> uh, there's no such thing as a surprise witness too. That's not a thing that's even allowed in court. So. Damn it. Uh, and you'd be surprised how strict all the real hearsay rules are. But we're not going to get into that. We're not going to get into that today. All we really need to know um, is that most likely Bam is going to die and I'm going to win $100. I feel like it because he's probably not going to be able to see his son using this method. So that means he's got to his drink, promise. Exactly. I mean, he's got to do it. <laughs> so it's a morbid game, but it's a fun game. And I don't know. I have a few good picks on deck. If he goes, I haven't had a death since Ruth Bader Ginsburg. May she rest in peace in what, like 2019, 2020? Oh, yeah, that's probably been some time. Wait, she died? I'm just hearing this for the first time. (laughs) I I can't believe this. (laughs) I mean, I'd look her right in that fat, ugly face of hers. I'd say, Rosie, you're fired. I got a few Trumps here. You're fired. The you're fired is the personal favorite. That is a good one. Yeah, no, you've had, it's been a while for you. I've been on a roll lately. Spice, too. Spice has had a couple of big ones. Mm. Oops, you sure you don't want to indulge in the King Alexander III? I mean, where do you even find booze that fancy? Uh, My insurance agent gave it to me because I buy so much insurance. (laughs) (laughs) That's the Dalmore. King Alexander III. Highland Single Melt Scotch Whiskey. Do you want to give your insurance agent a plug while we're here? Or Hey, uh, shout out to Boynton Insurance. Jimmy's a good friend of mine, great guy. Use him for all your commercial lines. He also insures grow facilities in other areas in the cannabis field. One of the few ones that fully understand how to, how they operate. A word? Boynton Insurance. Mm. Tell him to send me a fucking pound of weed. Uh, okay. <laughs> all right, dope. Yeah. Or uh, he can insure it for you. But it's yes, not as that good too. To, yeah. That'd be sick if that worked. Right. <laughs> Speaking of insurance... Did you hear that Kim Cattrall will be back on the Sex and the City reboot? What? Wow. Best segue of all time. <laughs> I heard it's a cameo, not a full... Oh, like, really? She's not like joining the show. It's, it's a pop-up. Well, I it... figured I'd come by the show to oh. tell you guys all about it. <laughs> oh, you're having a cameo here on Enough, in addition to uh, the Sex and the City spin Joe, pass me some of that fancy booze. I'm going to put it inside my pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, uh, I am wow. not, not going to waste this on that. You didn't... It's too late i drank the whole oh, bottle son of a bitch kate loved your work in uh big trouble is? big trouble in little china oh god fucking <laughs> that's so the, old the funny part about kim cattrall <laughs> coming back is she's doing like a vin diesel the rock situation where she and sarah jessica parker who hate each other if for yeah. those that don't know yeah won't be filming at all at, at, at least in the same room is what i read we don't know i think we need to get sarah jessica parker and kim cattrall in the car in Fast 11. <laughs> and what, and they race with their vaginas? They, they, they do, they just, race with their vaginas. They should actually just trade, and then The Rock can be on the, uh, the Sex and the City reboot. <laughs> Fuck, and that's then, great. Yeah, and then we have Kim Cattrall in, in the new Shaw Hobbs, Honestly, that would, nonsense that is. That would spice up both series and give them like the I would, injection of life that they need. I would watch two movies that year. Yeah. It, it that would, would be, be those two, two movies. <laughs> Fuck. The Rock See, in a dress? No, he's just himself with them. <laughs> I wish this is how stuff typing worked. Typing in the corner. Like, it's like, we got an idea. We're just going to change. We're going to take these people, switch sets. This is going to work out. Trust us. Just like, and then I had my, my first relationship with a man. I guess I'm fast and curious now. Wow. That's a fucking... <laughs> Thank you guys for having me. That's enough for me. I'm out of here. He's going out wow. on a high note, folks. I could. This is like the biggest green light I've ever heard. Folks, send us... A yeah, back to the same producer. producers who want to get to the Billy Joe biopic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we got we got three things boiling here. We do. 
Mm, we got and, a lot in the hopper, so we're yeah. going to need a big, big check. Yeah. And speaking of three things boiling, three huge acts are hitting the road together for the first time ever. Ricky Martin, Enrique Iglesias, and Pitbull are going on tour for the Trilogy Tour. Oh. Are we excited about this? Yeah. We're, I mean, obvi- we're it, obviously going to see them live. Yeah, this, I mean, is, this is sort of the Latin version of the three tenors, more or less. Yes. Right? <laughs> hey, how you guys doing? It's me, Pitbull. Nope, not doing it. <laughs> not worth a shot. Hey, do Dale. No, Mr. I can't do it. It's the worldwide. I'll practice that one later. Yeah. Can, can you do a Ricky Martin? Ooh. I'm gay. That was very good. That's Spot it. On. It was excellent. Yeah. Dead on. It was marvelous. <laughs> Remember when Ricky Martin came out and everyone was like, okay? Yeah. Huge surprise. Hey, uh, it's not a big deal anymore, man. You should have come out in 2007. <laughs> yeah, that's a cool move to come out when like everyone forgets who you are. They're like, what is this? Yeah. Just coming out in like 2019. To no one's surprised. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the, the She Bangs guy? Yeah. Yeah, he's gay. You're kidding. It's not based thumb. on the way he dances or dresses. But I mean, so we'll go see them, at least for Pitbull. Mm. You know, Pitbull is actually like a really nice guy and builds schools all over the world and has like this gigantic foundation and all sorts of different charities. He's like putting yeah. kids through college and it's easy to make fun of him, but he I think that he actually is a nice guy. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide, yeah. in fact. That's why yeah. they call him. Ha mm. yeah. <laughs> If only he could build Norwell High School over again. Yeah. No, we needed the experience we had or we wouldn't be here today. Ah, true. Wow. Yeah, it's motivating in a sense. That's a good way to think about things. I like that. Yeah, it's the alcohol. It's a great idea, Lee. Most of the alcohol Hmm. talking. I'm glad I wrote this down because I forgot about this. I saw a guy walking around the city today wearing a salt t-shirt promoting the Angelina Jolie movie from, <laughs> I don't know, 16 years ago. <laughs> the, the movie? Yeah. I, 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 I mean, I, I preferred if he supported like the, the condiment, the, <laughs> that would be the sick actual too. use of yeah. salt. I mean, salt is sick. Very tasty. Uh, no salt. Necessity. Really spice up a dish. Yeah. But yeah, I saw this and had like a near bevy spit. I was just like, where did he even find that shirt? Maybe he was in the movie. That would it's make just sense. One thing. It's like a what crew is salt hoping like for a... someone to ask him about it, just wearing it everywhere. Yeah, salt's a very forgettable, like born type I movie where she's like, no uh, idea what you're talking about. You shouldn't. Most I have people no don't. memory of this at all. I didn't even see it, so like this movie barely happened. My guess is you saw the director and he was homeless, yeah. <laughs> and he, that's all he's got left for clothes. He just has a bunch of salt promo shirts. He's that's going his entire around wardrobe. He's going around shaking people. I directed this movie with Angelina Jolie. I swear to God, it's like a guy I went to rehab with used to tell everybody that he went to NYU with uh, Larry Clark from Kids, and that he aban- that Larry Clark was supposed to be his writing partner, and he abandoned him. And this is a guy who was like a very big drug addict and alcoholic. And I was like, I don't believe that this guy knew Larry Clark. I don't believe that this guy went to NYU. I'm just going to kind of nod when he talks and be like, I like movies too, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Not real. People like to make stuff up. There's a lot of that. Yeah. You hate to see it, quite frankly. I like to brag about this show a lot to people, trying to get them to listen to it. And I think they think Mm. I'm crazy. No. No, Kids, forget that. They don't know how good it is. They're out to lunch. You stupid fucking bottle mouth cut! Did you know John Carpenter, who I'm a big fan of, uh, his directing and his score work? He Mm, does all his uh, original scores for all his movies. And check him out on Spotify. I listen to him all the time. That great stuff. Great background music. But he hasn't directed anything since... uh, 
that Mars movie in like the early 2000s. I think it's called... I'm going to look it up now. John Carpenter hasn't? Yes. Oh, yeah. John Carpenter's Ghosts of Mars. That's the last movie he directed in like 2002. He famously quit directing because he doesn't like the uh, like business side of things. He had some tough times on the last couple movies he made. And is famous for like giving interviews where he talks about how he just likes to smoke weed and play video games and watch NBA basketball. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Is that the like, dream? I Minus mean, the basketball, switch that in with like Sex in the City reboots and we're good to go. Exactly. But yeah, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, he just seems like a great old dude, but he's returning to directing with a TV series he directed remotely oh, from oh, his couch. Boy. And I was just laughing at the idea of him. He's just like collecting a paycheck being like, yeah, I'll direct it. Like, Is he obese? No, I don't think. How no. how can you direct anything remotely? Exactly. Like you're <laughs> it must be so annoying to actually be on the set and like you're just listening to someone in a different place being like, "Yeah, maybe have them do this, maybe do the camera yeah, like bring this, this, like, this way." I mean, how often do you think the actors are just like, "Oh, yeah, you can't hear you, you froze again." No, yeah. nothing, not getting anything. No, nope, yeah. not a thing. I'm just going to do it the way I feel like doing it. All right. Oh, you disconnected entirely. <laughs> like, up. Oh. Somebody yeah. just unplugs the modem and they do whatever they feel like. Restart it. Like, oh, yeah. and uh, that's lunch. Yep. That's <laughs> and we're out. And All right, everybody take five. Okay, today only cost us $2.5 million. That was that was a good day. Click I've back. never understood, like, during COVID, there was a lot of people that everyone thought were so innovative and creative and brave that were making all sorts of, like, remote projects. And, like, what was that movie, that we, the Doug Lyman movie with Anne Hathaway and What's-His-Face, where it's like a COVID movie? That came out like in 2020. I can't remember. And it was the just name absolute it. garbage. It might have been early 2021, but it was called like Locked In or something. And it was actually okay for a movie that was like that. But yeah. even still, it's just enough of all of that. And like anything, like if you're remote, you're just at this point, if you're remote and you're pushing that, it's it's for you, not for anybody else. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's over. Yeah. It's it's been done. Mm. And he also said that, I think he was just like trying to shut up a fan, but he said he may direct a sequel to his classic movie, The Thing. Okay. Oh. I think it's just because people like ask him all the time. And he was like, yeah, maybe we'll do a thing. Is that the one that was in Antarctica? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great movie. Yeah. Kurt Russell. I didn't see it. I know of the films. It has six. Really for trivia purposes. Right. It has great practical effects. A lot of great gore before uh, they use CGI for everything. Huh? Oh. All right. We're big practical effect guys around here. Yeah. Makes I'm all the that. difference in the world. The movies. Speaking of practical, did you see that Kevin Federline owes $15,000 to his kid's school in back tuition and they're suing him for it? You know how oh, long you have to wait to not pay for them to sue you? Hmm. Like, I, they must have sent so many notices. For them to sue him, I don't even know if it's a real lawsuit or if, like, there's just buzz because like there's also he's been in the in the news a lot about Britney Spears stuff lately because I think he's trying to relocate with her kids their kids I should say to Hawaii seems fine (laughs) put her back under the conservatorship she's a menace I think they both seem great get those kids under their care get them cooking (laughs) she's still married to that guy Sam something like Mancini 
Mancini. <laughs> Think about how exhausting it must be to like have kids with someone like that, and then just forever you're just attached to them for nonsense, and like everyone knows about it. It's such like a mess yeah. of God. Just and whenever awfulness. you do anything that should be a private matter, it ends up in National Enquirer oh, and all yeah. over TMZ, Good and like Lord. you just want to relocate to another part of the fucking country, out of the country, really. And like assholes like us are talking about your business. It's Three like, dipshits. Oh my God, unthinkable. <laughs> yeah, I don't fucking. I, when I was a kid, like I would have told you all I ever wanted was to be like a famous. Like I would have told you I wanted like Seth Rogen's life or something. <laughs> and and now it's like if you could pop me into that life, I would say like give me a job that makes twice the money with zero fame, and I'll do that all day every day. Because I think that there's that's one of those old quotes where they say like I, if you want to be. You know, I've been famous and I've been rich and like, I'll take rich every time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the ideal scenario of like, you're like a, you know, top 50 world pro golfer where like no one recognizes right. you anywhere you go. You pretty much just go and play golf all over the world. You get paid for that. You make enough on purses. Oh, yeah. You make millions of dollars. You're famous in enough circles where you can get any reservation you want, but that, that's the ideal scenario. They mm. make a bunch of dough. They're it's a pro sport but it's not super strenuous on your body nope you can play you can, until you're like 55 like tiger woods has tons of fucking money and a lot of that is sponsorships and stuff like that but like guys like i don't know like dustin thomas or something like i don't really follow sports but i know who he is for the most part he has there's this guy colby wayne who's a famous trainer who works with all the golfers yeah that's like the real niche like because he gets to work with all of them and he's probably making i don't even want to know what he probably charges for an hourly rate, it's got to be at least 500 bucks. Yeah. Did we just sneak our way into the sports corner? Holy shit. Let me get the music. God, <laughs> sports corner. I mean, it's like a blink and you missed it. We're in the sports corner and I'm learning about golf. You knew two golf guys. I'm kind of floored by your sports knowledge. He actually combined two into one because mm. uh, okay. it should be Justin Thomas or Dustin Johnson. And okay. I think he did Justin. Colby Wayne is a golf. That makes Colby Wayne is a golf trainer, though. That counts. Yes, so yes. technically, he I got two, very well. I got two and a half. Okay. Yeah, no, that was excellent. Okay, let me find the sports. Do music. you want me to? Do you want me to do my sports guy announcing yes. voice? The yes, because I, you know, I was supposed to take over the uh, weekend show for for ninety eight five. You I, should. You got a great voice. All was, right, uh, men. There you go. Joe's yeah. got his dick out of his suit. Hoop says his dick out. I got my dick out. Get your dicks out. Get them out. Welcome to the Sports Corner. So this week in men news, um, let's see, I got nothing. Uh, Celtics ended up losing Game 7 and was an epic collapse. We were expecting it them is. to go even further through the series. It was a 3-0 matchup until they came to the very end. <laughs> Disappointing for all of Boston after seeing when the Bruins go out in the first Coming round. In. Coming up next, we get to see the Red Sox completely collapse throughout the rest of the season, and hopefully Mac Jones doesn't shit the bed. Right. Thank you for tuning in to the Sports Corner. I'm Joe Grotta, news on the hour every hour. Ooh. Thanks a lot, Joe. Now we're going to throw it back to hoops over here. we got to put our dicks away, and everybody stay tuned and get the sports going and listen to the sports and, and men and beer, and don't drink Bud Light, and that's it, beer and stuff. <laughs> this section was sponsored by Miller Light. <laughs> we're not Bud Light. Such and, a stupid and, bit. And Tom Brady. That was good, though. You should do the show. Do the sports hub. I'm sure the pay is great. I was in a... There was 2,500 people applied. I was in the top 10. I went for an interview. And um, they uh, they were like, you're a lawyer. Why do you want to do this? I said, well, I'll come in on the weekends. And they said, we want you to read the news during the week. And I was like, no, uh, I have another job. Mm. So we had a little disagreement. And then they just gave me a tour and I get to meet all the people that were there. Oh, yeah. No, otherwise it's we fun like, to come in on, for, on Saturdays. 
We like the versatility. Yeah. I imagine you would have gotten tired of that quick if you were com- if you were working like a sixty hour week and going out and whatever else is for yeah. for because you're on like the board of directors look at you and all that stuff too <laughs> so for you to do all of that and then plus saturdays a like 7 a.m come in and yeah. just be like oh, i'm gonna talk about the same sports every single week <laughs> red sox still not good yeah you'd hate that did you guys hear that clip some guy who got fired recently for saying something fucked up while broadcasting yes the yeah. n-word thing yeah probably that's what i'm thinking of yeah. but it's so funny he issued an apology before he got let go or whatever where he was like look i'm really sorry about this uh like you know i can't believe i blah 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 and then like while he's apologizing he sneaks in like a that's a line drive to left field from uh (laughs) and he just does it like he's such a pro he can't help but just like really sorry about the n-word and uh coming up another strike three yeah Uh, we were anticipating that in any way so i said that yesterday and literally uh, that is coming up 101 miles per hour coming out of the picture if you think about how like we've said that they're such pros his racism is so deeply ingrained that it just worked its way into a very, very professional broadcast because he's just that racist. Like the N word doesn't just slip out. Like yeah. you got to really yeah. lean in. Like when I say it lots and lots of times, no, I'm joking. Once again, for Joe's benefit, that was sarcasm. <laughs> I never say I that word. I appreciate that. Into a microphone. My best friend is black. There you go. Hmm. What up, what up? Trey, how are, you, how are you doing, buddy? You're one of my best friends. I don't like to put you guys in categories. I, I miss you. You've fair. never listened to the show once. No, there's no way he's listening to he this. He won't even listen to it with you on it. No, he Just, won't. No, nah, man, I didn't hear nah, it. It's I'm too, too long. I'm too busy doing cool guy stuff to yeah. listen to a podcast. I don't even know what a podcast is, actually. <laughs> you think if we call him on air, we could get him to pick up? I Absolutely not. Five bucks says he won't pick it's up. It's Friday night. You think, I'm gonna pick the other side. you think I'm going to pick up my fucking phone on yeah. Friday night? One of my best friends is calling me. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm disgusted and appalled. Cut. He's, he's going to pick up and we're going to all look foolish. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he did. I knew he it. picked up. What's you up? are alive with enough the podcast. What's up, bud? You're on the air right now with Joey, me, and Hoops. What up, kid? What are you talking about? You're on the podcast. Oh, man. I've been on this. Say what's up. You just missed the sports corner. Do you want to tell us any sports you've been watching? Sports corner? I'll give you some updates. Uh, the Celtics are trash. We did. We covered Patriots that. Are trash. We covered that. Uh, I agree. What else we got? <laughs> that, yeah. That's pretty much what we went over. Is that it? That's good. What are you up to right now? Are you doing anything fun for the weekend? You got I big stuff going on. Joe says hi. Scott says hi. What up? What's up, boys? I'm in the gym. Nice. What are you working oh, on? Oh, that's cool. He's such cool guy stuff. Of course he is. What did you say? He's absolutely well, lying. He's definitely lying. Oh, God. Got folks for for who are listening, the person who just said the N-word has black skin, so that is actually all right. And he's just trying to get a rise out of all of us. We're cleaning oh, it yes. up a little bit for Joe's benefit because Joe has a little bit more visibility than Scott or I do in the public eye. Yeah, Joe's politician now. We've got, yeah, we've got we, we gotta clean it up, Trey. I'm just wearing a bright pink suit. That's the only reason. Good visibility, Joe. <laughs> Joe has twenty million dollars. That, that bit is just fantastic. It's not true, folks. I, I have no money. I'm, I I'm added not. eight million more since the last time, so it's twenty-eight million dollars. Keep, uh, keeps going up every time you guys mention uh, this. Joe, is that your quote? Yeah, that's my quote. Even if I do a bad job. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Trey, do you have any plugs? Anything yes. you want to say before we get you out of here? Plugs? Uh, no, I got nothing. Trey, Call me off guard. You got to give me some notice. Okay, right. just one thing. What was the last movie you watched? I watched, uh, what's that one I sent to you, Rank? Um, 
with what's his face with Ben Mendelsohn. What? 2018. He's a friend of the show. Uh, the Land of Steady Habits with Ben Mendelsohn and the kid from fucking uh, Project X, Thomas Mann. Is it a yay or a nay? Did we like it? Eddie Falco's in that. She's good. Okay. I haven't really heard of it. I'll watch it. It's a good watch. All right. Trey, you have a lovely weekend, and um, I'm not going to beep out you saying the N-word. I might beep out you saying the (laughs) N-word. Remember, everyone, that Trey is black, so it's okay for him to say that word. That's how rap music works. Correct. Love you guys. Goodbye. Love you, buddy. Bye, Trey. See, he did pick up. That's funny. Yeah. Of course he did in that moment. That was sick. Yeah, um, and then he picks up. While at the gym, no less. At the gym. Momentous. Look- Comes right into the headphones. Good time for a phone call right around everybody. Yeah, yeah. No, that's perfect. I was kind of hoping like when you ask him for a plugs, he just promotes something like very stereotypical something. The like, uh, like we Waffle House yeah. or... Uh, or of Trey, you yeah. mean? An actual stereotype, yeah. like that thing? That and might, I, oh, that would have been a promotion. That thing promotes itself. And yeah, like, check out, any help. check out Wakanda Forever, everybody. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, uh, what was the last movie you watched? Well, just, we exclusively. <laughs> sitting there on Disney+. Plus. And I thought we'd talk about the fact that Al Pacino just had a baby, or is about to have a baby at the age of, I think he's like 83? His uh, 29-year-old his 29-year-old girlfriend is eight months pregnant. Yes. Yes, I saw this. Now, uh, his girlfriend uh, apparently used to date Mick Jagger prior to that. Yes, and uh, Clint Eastwood. And Clint Eastwood. So this chick loves... No, she doesn't. Old here's, cum. Here's what she loves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's her whole thing. She, she without question... Uh, who doesn't? Has, is hmm. just, and, and, and here's the thing. Like, you know, she does... She's not um, uh, married, right? It's his girlfriend. So the only way to get into oh. the will is is to have a baby. So there's there's no doubt in my mind she's just been lying to him for months upon months. Mm. And it's been like, no, no, I had my birth control, absolutely. And he, he's 83. He's got enough pills to track. He can't track hers, too. Yeah. There's no way. True. He can't be responsible for such no. a task. No. He can... What was the last movie he was in? Heat 2. <laughs> yeah, they're both going to return in Heat 2. Yeah, and they both look great for that. I, I think she, she probably has a great ass. <laughs> I mean, he wouldn't and settle for anything. you've got your head all the way up it. He definitely wouldn't settle for anything, but... Did you know that, speaking of Al Pacino, Oppenheimer is Christopher Nolan's first R-rated movie since uh, Insomnia, starring Al Pacino? Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Thank you for remembering the under-discussed Insomnia. Actually, that's Oppenheimer solid looks movie. great, though. Christi- I'm actually pretty excited for that. That is that going to be movie. your movie? I think it's going to be the movie. It's an interesting it's pick, movie. but it will be a big one. So. I mean, everything Christopher Nolan does is good. It is fun. Yeah, it's like rated it's pretty R. consistent. Overrated. I want Oppenheimer well, to be... Yeah, of course you say. <laughs> is, does, is, do most people like it? Ryan says he's overrated. Too confusing, over-budgeted, would never work with him. What about the Dark Knight stuff? The Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises, and I'll give him, I'll give him all the Batman movies. Yeah. And the prestige, 
You don't like the Prestige? Uh, that's pretty good. You don't I like don't know. Uh, I don't Interstellar? Even what, tro- what this troll is anymore? Interstellar was great. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, <laughs> that's why. Just give. Just what do you actually? Think? I, you don't need to. I told people for like twenty years that I hate ketchup just to see what they would do, and then I forgot, and then it got to the point where I like Mandela affected myself into not liking ketchup, and now I like it again just because I'm like, oh, it's not real. Just, <laughs> I'm so bipolar. I, I love denying the diagnosis. Like, no, no, no. They didn't get it the second or third time. It's, it's, I know I'm okay. This is like a movie in itself. You're yeah. realizing you can just have actual opinions on things. And you don't have to, like, troll some I'm, nebulous whoever out there. I'm breaking off of the chains of my contrarianism for yeah. the sake of contrarianism. Yep. yep. This is powerful. Yeah. yeah. This is poignant. I'm happy to get you through this. <laughs> you know what else I like? That? Sports. Ooh, that's re- that can't happen. Oh. That's not ever going to happen. No, no, I don't think you're ever breaking out of that. Did you see that Raven Simone from the Cosby Show? After she has sex with a guy, she makes him sign an NDA so we won't talk about how weird it was. Isn't she a lesbian? What? Maybe it's with a woman. Oh, I didn't. Very hear that. cool. She, I think she's probably bi though, because she's too. Yeah. She's too hot. I find this. This is just a general turn on. What could be happening <laughs> that requires documentation after the fact? I, I want way more information, and no one can give it to me because they've all signed legal docs. Ooh. See, now I just got to find out for myself. This can is my picture we... of her again. Raven Simone. <laughs> Never mind. No, we're good. <laughs> Solid ten. That we need you here for right. the, all this legalese. This is good. Yeah, that's that's what I'm here for. That. Heating and air conditioning. Mm. Uh, AC feels pretty good zoning. down here. You guys want to get into some wine? I got expertise over there too. Try that wine. That's true. Try that wine. Aren't you a proper sommelier? I'm a level two certified sommelier. Mm. And I'm a level right, two sex offender, folks. Oh, you do have to <laughs> tell everybody. I'm a level two Somalia. All right, <laughs> All right next caller. Yeah. <laughs> no, but... Uh, Any more questions? Sommelier, that's sick. There should be a movie called The Sommelier. I like that. What do you think of that? Right? That sounds like it should be a thing. You know? It's like two guys going to a wine tour, and like one of them's kind of down on his log, right. and they stop by his mother's yeah. house, and he takes some money from her, and it's really great. sad. And then they end up on the wine tour, and the guy like cheats on his fiance, and yeah. then they wreck the car on purpose okay. just to like throw yeah. everybody off the scent. No, this sounds very fresh. This sounds good. It's, and then they, you know it they all should, kinds of works out. You know they should wow. cast in that? Steve Buscemi and John Goodman. I think that'd be a good pair <laughs> for that. That'd be great. Joey, you're out of your element. You call it upright. Um, (laughs) There is effect. There's an effect. It's called the sideways effect. Uh, So shortly after that movie came out, uh, Merlot sales plummeted Mm. actually because of that famous line where he goes, I'm not going back in there. I'm not drinking any fucking Merlot. And as a result of that, uh, Merlot prices went way down. Mm. Uh, So there's actual impact on the wine market as a result of sideways. Is Merlot actually bad? No, Merlot's excellent. So it's a very common mixer in um, uh, Bordeaux wine. So Right Bank, more famously, has the primary wine there. So Petrus is a uh, is probably costs around uh, four thousand dollars a bottle, and that is primarily Merlot. I love that that line in a movie is so good and well delivered that it disrupted, it disrupted a genre a of market. Yeah, like that's interesting. And Pinot Noir went up because that was his favorite, and he had that that description, which was supposed to really be an analogy for himself. Of course, that the was work. that was my movie that year, by the way. So I saw, <laughs> yes. it. I saw it. We really got to get you to dial in on your movie the next time you come in. We pick if it's Oppenheimer, it's Oppenheimer, and then we cover that. Well, you know, if you just guys, if you guys tell me you have a theme, like we did last time with mm. the um, uh, the five best episodes ever, you know, if you oh. give me a theme, I will study up on the theme. He's a pro. Yeah, yeah. You just tell me what you guys want me to do. I'll go do it. The fans. Know I am this. your guest. I am here for you to to create more fodder wow. and entertainment for the people out there. So if you guys want me to do something, I'm going to go do it. Thanks, bud. 
Hank's going to request something insane of you. That sounds that absolutely said, correct. I should have not volunteered this immediately. <laughs> I was thinking like foot massage under the table immediately. That's not really like a. It's not really like a. Sounds kind of sweet. Know, benefit to uh, an auditory show. Come to my home. You rub my feet. You know, yep. a couple of men. Yep. We're back couple in the of men. <laughs> no good. Are we back in the sports yeah. corner? Or is my dick out for no reason? Uh, your dick's out because it's Pride Month. <laughs> I actually, feel like, <laughs> we're back. We're celebrating yeah. Pride here and yeah. enough the podcast by giving each other foot massages. <laughs> I'm the foot fucking master. <laughs> you give a guy a foot massage. <laughs> hey, Fuck man. you. That like over the top, unrealistic reaction. Cool guy stuff. <laughs> Um, you guys are going to love this. He came up earlier. Kumail Nanjiani yep, has wow. been cast in an insidious spinoff called Why? Thread, colon, mm-hmm. An Insidious Tale. First of all, also Mandy Moore is uh, the second lead in this film. First of all, what is happening? we should make a horror movie called Thread about our fucked up text thread instead mm. of whatever the fuck this is. And I'm embarrassed that Insidious has gotten to the point where they're making spinoffs. We did this last week about how the whole Conjuring universe can go fuck itself. And yeah, like Insidious is like the poor man's Conjuring. And now that's getting its own universe. It's like, what are we doing? There's five Insidious movies. Now it's a Kumail, Sanjiani, Mandy Morse. What? And it's called Thread. Yeah. And it's a horror movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, a better title for that would probably be Phantom Thread. And it Ooh. should star a much better actor. Yes. Someone English. Daniel Day-Lewis feels like a good lineup for that. Okay. Has anyone thought of this before? <laughs> no, they haven't. Mm. I simply cannot start my day with a confrontation. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, just... I, I'm like sad for movies at large when it's like, what? Like, we're going all in on Insidious? Like, to, to the delight of who? Patrick like, Wilson, because he just bought himself a third home. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> Legit. I I think we deserve better. Slightly better. Mm. And I don't know if we'll ever get it, but I'm just here. We won't. Screaming for it. Yeah. Pining. It's over. With the end of the monoculture, everything's gone. You know? When we, when we had everybody together, that's when it all worked. When, when you had great writers, great directors, and great actors, and they were all attached to a single project, you had mm. amazing blockbusters every once in a while. Now, because of the complete diversity of all the funding and all the different groups that now yeah. produce these things, Netflix, Hulu, et cetera. Yeah, Netflix is like, we don't want to pay yeah. people to write our oh. fake movies. Now there's a writer's strike, so everything's we're gonna, cooked. We're going to get, we get from the writers of, and then it's a bunch, then we've got a bunch of mediocre actors and a bad director, all right, from the director of something mm. good. Here's a bunch of mediocre writers and a bad actor, and yeah. then here's two stars with a bad writer and a <laughs> mediocre director. Like there is no like, okay, a team that gets assembled. Unless a guy like Scorsese goes, I'm going to make a movie, you must give me $200 million, yeah. and then I'll get the actors myself. Yes. Like, that's the only time it happens. Yeah. And, and now it's just, we are just in, in, in the golden age of, of mediocre yeah. media. And it's fucked up. He can barely get something made. He only gets something made because, like, he goes to Apple Plus, and they're like, well, we want to be in the Scorsese business. Yeah. So we'll give you whatever <laughs> just to, like, have... This is a great song. He should put this in one of his movies. <laughs> I know. I can't believe he's never thought of yeah, doing that. This is one of those. <laughs> Years ago, the Irishman was boring as fuck. Loved it. I it actually really enjoyed the Irishman. It should be way shorter, but I think it's a yeah. picture of Oh, substance. it's absolutely a half hour too long, but it, it was still good. Yes. Hank, did you ever try to rewatch it after the time not. that we saw it in the theater? Pesci did great, though. You gotta, he, he, he was outstanding, actually. Some of his best. Since my cousin Vinny, actually. I was in agony oh, in the theater for another that. Another thing. Yesterday was actually my cousin Vinny's. I have an actual cousin Vinny. It was his oh, birthday yesterday. It was. 
Yeah. The one that Happy I know. Happy birthday. The one that you know. He should come on the show. Happy birthday, Cousin Vinny. He's probably over in uh, Everett at the casino right now. Ooh. Nice. Do they, do they play this over the loudspeakers? Uh, they should. Yeah. Is this on? I think there'd be some enough fans Might be over gambling the, their probably life over away. In the, in the sports book section, I bet. Mm. Yeah. Even better. That's yeah. that's where you can find me. Yeah, yeah, you just play the sports corner, and that's how everybody gets their hot tips for what to gamble yeah. their life savings on. Yeah. Hmm. From listening to this with their dicks out <laughs> they in, stand the, in, there in with, the casino. Standing there with like the yeah. DraftKings app open, just like dick in their hand. Like, what do I do next? Is it- <laughs> Sir, if you don't put your dick back in your pants, we're going to have to ask you to leave. (laughs) And your bet will be forfeit. Speaking of dicks, I have a pish on deck. A word? Do we have a bunch of news? Should I run and take a pish while you guys do it? Or should we take our break? Or You can do a pish if you want. I'll be right back. Maybe you want to do. I mean... Do you not have a bucket here in the theater? That would be sick if we like... In, got into on air piss. Yeah, I stuff. think a, I think sort of a bedpan scenario <laughs> would have been more ideal. We'll start like a piss play mini game, maybe in the sports corner while our dicks are out. Nah, too far. Okay, yep. yeah, folks. Sam, delete all that. That was that was no, garbage. No, leave it in. Leave it in. Okay, leave he's back. See what, the, see what the fans think. Yeah. What else I you mean, got over there? I've done no other preparation. I mean, don't even worry about it. We don't do that either. I'm leafing through just more Makes fast me uncomfortable. I, I need to be prepared for things. I don't know what I'm doing over I here. Mean, I'm preparing, just freeballing all over the place. I can't be improvising at this level. Preparing's for hacks. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not ready for this. Uh, they released... We can maybe do this in the trailer yeah. corner, or we could just talk about it. Did you see the trailer for the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie called Mutant Mayhem? No. It's, I didn't know there was a new one coming. There is. All right, wait, wait, wait. Who's involved? Seth Rogen is the producer. They give him a lot of credit in the trailer. For what? The new TMNT. Oh, what do you think of that trailer? <laughs> so this isn't a continuation of those other ones. The No, um, this is them trying like a new take. Good. And they're, I like it. It looks like the Spider-Verse animation in that it's very like... Oh, I dig that. I can't even describe the this, look of... This could be really good. I don't, I don't know if you guys ever watched The Toys That Made Us on Netflix, but they have a great one on the Ninja Turtles and their origin. Yes, and two guys I did watch that. It. It's excellent. Yeah. It was really good. So you, you can kind of see like their evolution and how they ended up where they were and not expecting this to be such a big thing. And then you see, you know, shortly after that, then you see things like The Street Sharks, which um, just, you know, sort of a you know mild, mild take off of that. Yeah. Everyone was just like on coke in the 90s being like, fucking Teenage yeah. Mutant Ninja. Something. This is another yeah. one. That one hit. Let's do it again. Let's, Let's try something go. else. Uh, mice from Mars with motorcycles. Yeah. Same idea. <laughs> oh, Biker Mice from Mars. There that was go. actually a real show. Yes, it was. I liked it. That, Street Sharks. These were all just remember okay. Remember Bucky O'Hare? Uh, Bucky O'Hare, yeah. I remember that was a good one. Yeah. The Battletoads. The Battletoads. I mean, that's just a spinoff of them too, really, more or less. Or excuse me, really more of a... a I love mashups like that. of less. Oh, they're like, what if this had this? <laughs> it's just like, yeah. okay, I'm in. Mm-hmm. It was a better, simpler time. I can now. I'm like having like a visceral memory of me like sitting on the like like blue cloth couch like near the TV, the we the Sony TV. Yeah, I can like picture the buttons. Like I, I don't know. I'm. It's, what were you feeling then? Take us through it. Ooh. Was this innocence? Was this joy? Dr. Joe? I had a little yeah, bit of innocence, it. but it had been violated as we yeah. know, as we've talked about. That's true. Are we talking to Lil Lank at this moment in time? Yeah. I don't have my vo- vocal effect, but okay. this is like me channeling yeah. younger me. <laughs> yes, yeah. go. And Ryan, older I'm boy, listening. Older boy, if yeah. you're listening, you robbed mm. me of my innocence. Yeah. You filled me with shame. Yep. 
What else and you created, <laughs> hopefully nothing. I might have yeah. blacked that part out. Okay, good. You created this element in my life that is almost like a monster for can me I, to escape. Ryan, can it's I, not your fault. Yeah. Shut up, man. It's not your fault. Shut up. But you can't. You can don't know. Ryan, it's not your fault. And now I'm crying because that's something I can do, like a guy <laughs> who cries. We're having um, a breakthrough. I mean, I haven't had a feeling since high school. but that's I feel almost nothing yeah, I, at same. this point. I tweaked my meds like four or five years ago, and it's just, it just <laughs> oh, shut it off. The best. Like every now and then, my feelings will get a, like hurt if yeah. somebody I care about says the wrong thing, but yep. that's rare. Yeah, I don't even have that. I, yep, how do you no. shut that one off? Uh, I don't know. I'd like they're to lose all, that. They're all gone. It's so yeah. funny. I feel no, too good. much. I like cry at commercials. I'm like mm -mm. completely what? Monty's <laughs> in tears no, just moving, listening to moving this. through the world. Just pure efficiency. Pure efficiency. You know, right? <laughs> I, I mean, it, it, I think that's it, great. I feel like it's possible that uh, maybe the experience with older boy gave you some uh, something of a unique perspective that gives you that that sense of humor that we all value in you. And maybe wow. appreciate that. Thank you, know, you. Maybe. Maybe. There's a silver lining here. Are you putting a fucking dope wrinkle on the older boy side? Like if there were no older boy, I'd just be some regular, regular yeah. like yeah. dud of a yeah. guy. And thinking no, no one is more averse than to mediocrity than you. And maybe, maybe this puts you on that path, that trajectory. Wow, appreciate in this that. place. That yeah. actually helped. Thank you, older boy. We should boy. do this more often. Yeah. I'm not as fucked up yeah. as I used to be like 10 years ago mm -hmm. when I was calling you for this type of advice mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. But now I think we're going to really get some work done. Yeah. Well, so I, used to, I used to give you subliminal songs in order to... That I appreciate it yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, one there there was two of them, in fact. Yeah. There's one. In this you should up. listen to this. Think you'll like this song. And then the lyrics are exactly what I wanted to be doing. Mm. That's how we used to work through that. <laughs> I forget anyway. why, but this was one Isn't of that them. how people yeah. do things? Is yeah. this unusual? Uh, it's a track, too. This is a great song, yeah. yeah. This yeah. is uh, Beware the Dog from the Griswolds. It's a nice day out there, everybody. Get ready for a little bit of rain. Come and get your boats out and go for a swim. Have a great time. The music. This is sick. You think Cod's driving around doing the Cod nod to this track? Probably. He's changing somebody's tire as we speak. Oh, I wish you could have used him earlier today. <laughs> Did you have car troubles? Oh, yeah. I got a screw in my tires at the dealership. For, uh, for a solid two hours. That's why I was late today. Appreciate you guys waiting. Oh, shit. Did you mention this earlier and I forgot? No, I was in the thread for a little bit there. Don't Not worry about it. There was a lot of it. other talk going on there. Jack had some commentary on some things. I mean, this will be explored in uh, our movie Thread. Not to be confused with Thread and Insidious Saga. Or but uh, yeah. when I'm not driving around, I can't participate in the Thread. It breaks my heart. It's uh, fucked up. I exclusively text while I'm driving. Mm. You're driving those big trucks yeah. though, right? Hoops. I do. Yeah, oh, yeah that makes more sense. I'm driving like a yeah. V. I, I'm driving like a, a weapon down the highway. I, <laughs> I feel like if I was texting and driving, I would just kind of a broken arrow scenario. Something horrible would happen. Yeah, and I couldn't uh, do this show for the fans. Why don't you do voice text? You get like a mount that mounts it up on the vent, and you can see everything, and then just watch the thread instead of the road, and <laughs> yeah. then instead of you know using your hands on the wheel just use your hands to activate the voice text okay yeah it sounds simple yeah. easy right joe didn't you get pulled over the other day for texting i did and you got away with it i did talked your way right out of uh it. no they went back he seemed pretty angry and then he came back and he gave you um you know he said something i'm not sure what he was, I actually he was got in a much better mood when he came back with my yeah. uh license He's like it seems you've been pulled over for this before here's a warning yeah he knew uh, a guy that knew a guy no i mean listen fucking pigs am i right no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Did, we love the police here. <laughs> Don't you he see the thin blue line Punisher poster I have in the room? I'm actually just remembering yeah, that I the, got... It's conspicuously the largest poster in here. 
I got a ticket for talking on my phone a, f- a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah, it's a fully hands-free state now. It was disgusting. That's what he like, said. He, he gave me like a real ticket on Earth. How much? For talking on my cell phone, $105. That's Oof. not that bad. I know, but way just, worse. Just the idea of it, I was like, this is... That is I'm, awful. I'm upset. That sir. is awful. I have Zoom I court on Tuesday, bad. actually, for that stop sign or, or uh, red light that I ran. Ooh. Do you want me to represent you? Yes. Can we do that? No, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't do this kind of long. No, no, no. Just yeah. come to my gym yeah. and sit on the couch next to me during yeah. the Zoom. You're I, gonna well, love I, it. I mean, I don't have to physically be with you. I can also zoom in as the attorney. Are you avail- available to help me for like Better Call Saul type schemes yeah. that I do yeah. to like that just was for that the was bit? actually my minor in law school. Yes, yeah. schemes. Yes. Yeah. It was. <laughs> It was, you take you take schemes and you take advanced schemes. Okay, yeah, we're gonna get into advanced right? schemes. Yeah, we're advanced schemes. Is, I actually that was my best class. <laughs> I don't doubt this. Yeah, taught by Bob Odenkirk. Oh, hey guys, friend of the show. Uh, the Simpsons had their seven hundred fiftieth episode. That's a lot of episodes. So uh, five rules. So they've had what now? 120 funny ones. <laughs> He's bad. No, no, no. They're goose, all goose, good. Goose, yeah. goose, goose. That's a fucking home run yeah. and probably accurate. That's that a sounds homer right. run, if you will. Wow. Uh, I know. I still got them. I got a lot. I can't. Wow, I can't wow, turn wow, it off. Wow, wow, I can't wow, turn wow, it wow, off. Wow. It's just like this all the time. <laughs> I swear you swear he's the real people. <laughs> he does these. I just want to make sure I'm not kissing that King Cole over here. <laughs> I mean, do we want to take a short break and then come back with what we've been watching this week? I would love that. I would too. For Joey? me, it's almost all Vanderpump yeah, Rules. I Vanderpump Rules. Mm. There, there's some kind of a lot of drama surrounding the show, right? Oh yeah, yeah. You're I don't know anything about it. it. I'm going to need you to explain this to me when we come back. We'll go in deep, uh, in deep with it. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Hell yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Folks, we're back. And this week, we saw the release of season three of the hit sketch series, I Think You Should Leave. Fans of this program will know we're big fans of that program. And, Rye, what did you think of this new season? I thought it was good. Mm. I liked it a lot. It's never not going to be at least good. I need to watch it again before I can really comment because there's a lot of slow burn. Yes. Yeah, I agree with that. I think the the entire series actually plays that way too. You can you can leave that on and watch that like 20 times and still find some more sub bits that are in there. Yeah, because I think the new one is six, like 15 to 20 minute episodes. Yeah, they're all something like that. You can cruise through the whole thing in a sitting. Very quick. Really mm. just have a great time. This was a good one though. I mean, I mean, all three are good and, and, and we had mentioned... Uh, off air here and mm. uh two was really i think the peak Two, rion and i discussed this earlier friend of the show rion hi buddy what up? um two is the best i think one and three to me it goes two one three but maybe after i watch three a couple more times i know for a fact as i was watching it my first thought was i can't wait till we're like six months from now saying mm. these quotes to each other in context when they're somewhat appropriate yeah and the- a lot of pull quotes like any sketch thing, it's like hit or miss. But mm. I think the hits on the show are like grand slams. Agreed, yeah. Like yeah. the the driving crooner is a big standout from this season. Which the, I won't like explain it. That'd be fucked up. But he Tim Robinson, he kinda has like a 
there's like a formula to a lot of these sketches. He yells a lot and he plays like a guy who I won't break it all down because it's always funny. But yeah, <laughs> watching it, I was like, yeah, he's got like three modes. And right. It's funny when he shifts out of a mode and he's straight man in a sketch. That's always enjoyable. It's like, well, I didn't know this was here, but I guess it is. And you yeah. forget that it exists. Yeah. <laughs> but the best sketches are the ones that are so dumb. It's like, I can't believe they even made this. <laughs> like, yeah. This is insane that the amount of uh, time and effort that went into making something so goofy. I, I can't even fathom what the pitches are like when yeah. he comes up with an idea and he's just like, listen. <laughs> so listen i got this yeah. idea like what if uh you know we have to prove that this guy ate this receipt and that it caused him <laughs> yeah. to potentially have like diarrhea and jacob doesn't of, touch it like like he's got decals on his car but like they have to match up just right and people get mad if they don't yeah and he's doing it for no reason <laughs> The I took a sketch writing course when I was living in California mm. with the UCB mm. theater, and it was the mm. level one sketch writing course. And never in my life have I been surrounded by so many like clever, just quick. Like, oh, they were good. Everyone was oh, good. like unbelievably oh, good. Oh, that's awesome. May, I've never felt less funny in my life. Yeah, I had one sketch that landed in Ooh. six months. It was like seven or eight presentations. Yeah. Like one crushed, and the rest were just flat. And I was like. It's you. It's just because I mean, you know, we've always. I think a common not to like blow smoke up our own asses collectively oh, here. I'm okay with it. The three of us in particular, and the, yeah. you know, our whole group of buddies, yeah. we like to call ourselves the lunch table. Yeah. Sort of, were the funny guys. Yeah. Growing up, oh, yeah. and I think that was always something like you know how that it was is. our common thread. I you mean, move that's into any other together, social yeah. circle, it's yeah. kind of easy to be the well, funny guy there too. Yeah, when we all finished high school and went to college, I mean, we were all looking for finding other people who had the same sense of humor, and it just never really hit. You know, that was a big piece of, of uh, you know, not feeling like I could I could relate to as many people. You know, I got, I got kind of irritated with how not funny people were coming to college, I guess, is the best way to put it. My college friends were, all we did was just smoke weed. That yeah. was like the only commonality. And I yeah. was, I'd reached such a mushed, like homogenized virgin, a version of virgin. Ha <laughs> ha, pretty much that too. Yes, he said it. Ha. Huh. <laughs> gay and a virgin and a drug addict everything gets homogenized <laughs> this is why i hate writing in a large group so like six bits jerk store. i have to just shit out real quick <laughs> jerk store is the line yes i it just i had like no actual human connection with anybody and it almost yeah. felt good at the time because it's like you can just sort of like go on autopilot and just get fucked up and i'm trying to find here it is well the yeah. jerk store call, they're running out of you Hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, Riley. Oh yeah, Riley. But that yeah. stand up for no reason. <laughs> I will say, I don't want to blow smoke up his ass either. But friend of the show, Rion, is the closest we've come to. Oh, we like to call our company Gar to an Island. Outsider being accepted into the group. Yeah, he's he's wow. made his way in. And when That's we get together for my birthday statement. in the fall, I think huge. it's going to be his big audition. And I think yeah. he's going to do well. We haven't had one yet. I know. There's been no success. Because like Trey's in, in the squad, but there's a different angle there. We have I have a very different, unique, special yeah. relationship with him. Trey, I'm definitely bleeping out the N-words. There's no way he listens to this. Not a chance. No. Even though he knows he's on and he's it not going to listen. It doesn't matter to him. You, me, hoops, him. Nothing. Doesn't care. Nothing. So cool. Yeah. Cool guy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Rion, I think he has a great chance at passing that audition with Flying Colors. Huh. He's got the stuff. Mm. Wow. Okay. This, I mean, he's got a recommendation that's already half the battle. We usually don't even get that. Mm. And yeah. I am a member of the board. You are. 
Yeah. Look at you. Speaking of board members, mm. are we still on Think You Should Leave or can I use this as an ice cool segue into succession finale? Ice Hit cool me. segue it is. Dazzling me with the segue. I Jesus love it. Christ. Right? Speaking Succession. of these people, while we're on the subject. Yes, hit me. They're hanging in there with the chopsticks. There it is. <laughs> They're not pond fire acres, a couple of few cookies. Very good segue. Sam, edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Stick to just where the segue was. Yep. Yeah. Not so much mm. the lingering. Uh, well, I'm trying to find the actual succession theme. Okay. And I realized I forgot how to spell succession. Yep. I'm going to admit that on air. S U C C P's, two S's, two P's. There's two C's. I love to spell. I'm like, I'm not doing a bit. I just actually want to spell this for the fans. And yes, folks, I forgot how to spell the word succession, but succession on now Max. I thought this was one of the better finales in recent history, really. Yeah, I don't feel bad about spoiling this because I feel like if you're online in any way, you've seen like this spoiled in any variety of ways. So just provide the spoiler alert, it's coming, we're gonna talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought this was really good too. This is a show that like, it was building to this. The whole show, the big question is like, who's gonna get the thing? And it finally happened. Big episode, I, I enjoyed it. I uh I stopped watching the show about uh, near the end of the second season because I find all of the characters unlikable. Um, that is true. Which makes it hard for me to root for anyone, and therefore I no longer care if they get anything. Mm. So the and 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 I found the the general writing and, and plot structure to be so repetitive. It's like all right, this guy's very close, and then something happens. This guy's very close, and something happens. This guy's very close. Like it's just sort of like okay, how long can we go through this exact cycle where it's like clearly this is the heir apparent who's going to get everything? No, he promised it to somebody else, and then some tragedy bestruck the person <laughs> that was originally in line, yeah. and then this just continues to go on forever. And then they they backstab each other. The second you like Kendall, then you know he becomes like obsequious and annoying. And then the second that you Ooh, like great word um, uh, Shiv, then it's just like uh, yeah, but you know what? She's actually really irritating, and we don't really like it. Like, and then you know Tom interferes here, and then and cousin Greg is there for you know purely comic relief, if mm. anything. And and you're left with, you know, uh, Karen Culkin's character, who I think is the most entertaining, but doesn't fit any sort of, like, rubric for a CEO at all. There's no mm-hmm. no archetype that he could possibly construct to get it. So when when we, you know, I guess gave up at that point. Now, I've read the ending because I just wanted to know who, who won. Right? I know. I'm like, you didn't watch seasons three and four. You're nailing this show. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... And and like uh, I said, it's just sort of that's exactly the plot structure. You and Jack sitting repeating. down reading synopsises together. Yeah. So I just read, I just read the ending because I wanted to know who won because it's almost like finding out who won a reality show at this stage. Yeah. And um, I, I mean, do we want do we want to talk about exactly what happened? We yeah. do. Yeah. We so, do indeed. We spoiled it. Yeah. I mean, we're it's, a spoiler show now. It's it's my understanding from from what happens was Tom ends up really having the CEO ship right because they promised to Shiv and then they kind of turn on her right? i feel like of the people on the show he or in in the family he's the one who's most involved in the new regime yeah everyone else is like out basically even though they got a payout of billions of dollars it seems well there was a whole thing right so it was there there was a moment there where i almost feel like the better ending was where the the siblings finally get together and decide kendall should be the one because he's kind of been the kid who was following in his father's footsteps the most yeah, and then having the family finally agree and make him the person, and then what? Shiv changes her mind. Yeah, and she changes her vote. This, you know, the better ending, I thought, or at least, you know, I want to see a positive resolve. 
That's that's what mm. I like to see in a show. Would have been them finally agreeing, having a family moment, having come out from under Logan's thumb, puts them in a place where they can now love each other and they can figure out what yeah. makes the most objective sense instead of their subjective goals, right? That would have been dope. That's why it was so frustrating at that when it's happening, when like Shiv starts to like waver and you're like, oh no, this is going to be how it falls apart. You're like, no, don't fuck it up. Like you're so well, close. And that's the story of the series, right? That's yeah. why I didn't like it is every time you had that moment where you're like, okay, I really actually like what's happening here. Mm. They they completely subvert it and then they do something like that. And someone becomes self-interested that you now don't care for. So, and you know, I guess the, the whole thing comes with, it's like, a, you know, it's like um, Breaking Bad or something, right? So Jesse, the, the entire idea is that Jesse, man, the only person that could oh, possibly Badger. succeed Logan is the exact opposite of Logan, mm. which is Tom. And mm. now that everyone else has been essentially booted and their money and everything else is controlled by an uh, outside third party entity. Well, Tom's to, the only one that's going to be a puppet. To jump in there, though, I did my take and I was the first person, I think, not first, but I was among the the seldom said or the few in the end of season three that I was kind of saying, like the Peter Griffin jokingly saying that succession insists on itself because I got tired of hearing people talk about it. This season started off not in my best interest, but the way that they finished this, I think, was like Sopranos ending level in the sense of there was not much else they could do. And it just felt perfect to me. And for your reasoning of not wanting to watch the show, Joey, in that there's no one to root for, mm. the beauty of the main guys, all and girl, all getting fucked over, makes that perfect. And the funny part about Tom, I could see that. in relation in comparison to Logan, is kind of like, I read something online that summed it up better than I'm going to, I'm paraphrasing, but basically Tom married into a loveless marriage for sake of the legacy of the name. Yeah. And then kind of like, you know, Logan was in a similar situation and then his marriage was loveless and like kind of empty to the woman that he's divorced from. And like, there's, there's more parallels with Tom and Logan than you'd realize having not thought about it. But Logan, mm. I think, I don't know the type of children or child and father that Tom is going, the relationship that Tom's going to have with his future child is probably going to be somewhat similar to Logan with his children in terms of just a dis distant, constantly working, emotionally unavailable zombie. Yeah, probably something like that could be. Uh, but I mean, the the general like sort of character structure, right? So Tom is he just does whatever he's told all the time, and he's more concerned with image and the politics angle of of growing his career and his uh his reputation whereas logan was very much himself he was very much a very confident despot than anything else so th i think they're very opposite in that way but the the only person who could possibly take that role since they had to essentially you know secede control of the company to other people because it wasn't sustainable at a certain point almost suggesting that you know logan's methodology is not um doesn't have the longevity to survive generations anyway Ooh. um so and and in the first season or second season i think it was where um kendall had the opportunity to uh be selected and his father told him just before he turned on him mm. and uh he goes you don't have the uh you don't have the you're balls. not a killer i think you yeah said. you're, not, you're a killer, not a killer right you you don't have that and he's and, not wrong. And then at the end, it ends up being Tom, who's even less of a killer than he was. 
So, I mean, you know, Logan's read was wrong from there and his understanding of what the next generation needed was wrong as well, but he couldn't let go of control. That was his weakness. Again, like, you know, this is coming from a person who didn't even watch all the seasons, but just looking at sort of the static nature of some of these characters. You can look at it pretty zoomed out, yeah. The thing I like the most is that scene when they're in the boardroom, like doing the vote, and then it starts to fall apart, and then the three kids go into the other room and have like an argument. That scene was like... Like, couldn't have been better. Mm. And they all look so childish and absurd. Like, Kendall legit yells to the other ones, like, I'm the eldest boy. I'm the eldest boy. I should get it. Yeah. That made me uncomfortable, yeah. First of all, he's not the eldest boy. The fucking Alan Ruck is older. Yeah, Connor, yeah. And he's just so forgotten that no one even addresses that, which was also funny. But, yeah, and, like, they just all look like spoiled kids in that scene i was like oh this is like it's a real piece of work the thing there's a couple little nuanced things that i read about after the fact that i missed like how manipulative kendall is being when roman's breaking down in his office before the board meeting and roman has the stitches in his face from getting his ass kicked in the previous episode by the by the protesters Mm. and he's hugging him and logan i'm sorry it's funny i said it that way but kendall intentionally jams roman's head in his stitches into his shoulder and it's like partially pretending to be comforting and, you know, a, a older brother and whatever. And the other part is that he's actively trying to open up his stitches so that he looks stupid when he goes before the board, assuming Great. he doesn't stay on the side of Kendall. And mm. then you, it actually, you can see, if you look at it closely, you can see Roman is actually jamming his face into Kendall's shoulder because like that cycle of abuse and that emotional control is all he really knows because that's what he grew up under, which begins with, you know, there's a scene also, I think in season mm. two, where you see Logan with his shirt off and he has cuts all over his back and it's like kind of mm. implied mm. that his father abused him as well. Mm. So it's like, it's just generational fucking trauma is the reality yeah so i guess that really the point is not to find resolution the point is to understand that um you know none of them for as unlikable as they are which is the reason why i don't like the show is the same reason why there's a message in the show right that they are static there is no evolution there isn't change because they're trapped in this cycle Mm. pretty much yeah that there Mm. will be no and i think that as a contrarian and somewhat of a sicko is what i loved about it yeah because there is no resolution there is no fucking happy ending everything just goes and that's like i feel like i'm doing the speech from adaptation Hmm. that's not what life is like and you know succeed in the end and Hmm. like there's a scene that's that's scene actually from the movie adaptation with Nicolas cage Hmm. would be perfect to some what i'm trying to say i don't want a happy ending i don't want uh, Tom is my favorite of the four of them if, as an option. I think he's the funniest. His little speech to the Madsen character about why he's a good employee to me sells him as a puppet more than anything else. Absolutely. And it's perfect. That is the point is that he is a puppet and that's why they wanted him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. That's good. I mean, as a, as a finale, I mean, it does do a pretty good job. Um, I'd say... Given like the the ratings that you have for the best finales of all time, it's it's somewhere above average. I don't think it's mm. a it's it's incredible. TV finales, mm. especially prestige TV, are by and large a letdown. Yeah, I yeah. think the only ones almost, that, that the only ones that have done it that that were excellent. Um, Six Feet Under was outstanding. Mm. Agreed. That was yep. one of my favorite uh, of all time. Uh, I think Ball. that was on my f- top five episodes ever too because yeah. of how mm-hmm. well. That w- that left you walking away, going, "That's everything I wanted." Like that, that told yeah. me everything I wanted to know. I am complete. They this series was it. complete. 
Yes, they gave you the answers that you had been seeking instead of the sort of artistic indifference that they want you to have when yeah. you walk away, right? Better call Saul. Uh, I, did didn't, I didn't see it, so I can't. They Breaking Bad. Uh, Breaking so, Bad, yeah. yep. Uh, the yeah. Sopranos a mix. I mean, you kind of knew what it was, but um, I mean, leading up to that episode, they did a good job of tying up what you wanted them to tie up. The Sopranos is the show for me that I think gets progressively better. And I know that's a strange opinion. And most people think, se- people shit on season six, I think undeservedly. I think it, Scott I and it. I both love it. Yeah, I, I know that. Yeah, I think it's good. No, no, I think they did a good Season six there. was awesome. I think it's yeah. some of the best stuff the yeah. show ever did. Speaking as, uh, and I hate to be an expert on all the things we're talking about tonight, but as an Italian, uh, <laughs> oh. and, and therefore a person directly in the mafia, because we all are. Thank you for um, admitting it. We I, knew it. It's very, very uh, accurate. Yes. And, uh, but no, no, I think season six, they did, they did a very good job of not shoehorning anything, but also tying up what you wanted them to tie up. Hmm. Joe made us. Can you guys hear that music too? Or is that just me? (laughs) (laughs) It insists on itself. I mean, (laughs) abondanza. Abondanza. Oh. Um, Yeah. Like most shows overstay their welcome. And yeah. Seinfeld being the only one that ended when it, when it was at peak. Yeah. And like succession ending, four seasons for a show these days, that's like very brief. For a hit show, like they could have gone like six. If, yeah. If succession was on Showtime, they'd be like, we're, we're ready to go 28 seasons and we have five spinoffs in the works. <laughs> Starting Each one, every yeah. one of them gets their own. Yeah, like, well, let's go. I think yeah. they had an interview with the creator and he was like, well, the name itself implies that there is clearly an ending. So we can only go so far before yeah. this becomes like you know, drawn out and, and too drawn out. So I think they did a very good job of that. Um, at least they mm. did end in four seasons. And that I think that made some, made a lot of sense. Yeah. Well, they, overall, yeah, good finale. Loved it. Happy about it. Mm. Let's talk about a bad finale. Yes. Which aired the same evening. And it... HBO ended H- their two biggest shows. HBO's Barry starring friend of the show, Bill Hader mm. and... I got to be honest with you, season three of Barry is one of my favorite seasons of anything ever. A word? Season four was okay. Season four's finale, I ended it saying that was awesome. And then I talked to a few people. I thought about it. I marinated on it for a week. Mm. And now I hated it. Mm. The more I think about it, it was, we're going to spoil Barry a little bit too, folks. So if you want to skip ahead. I got to be honest with you. I thought that it was very rushed and shoehorned and a little campy. And it left me unsatisfied in a few big things that we could have ended much, much better. They did a thing three or four episodes before the finale where they did a massive time jump where they went forward like 10 years into the future, which I thought like destroyed the show. So like isolated for that one episode or? No, that's where the show. Oh, that's where it ends. They stick there for three episodes. Yes. What a unique way to do something, but why yeah and and like what they did i was just like this just doesn't feel like the show anymore and it's just yeah. like it's just like i mean if you're telling yeah because you you've you're moved to a completely different environment i mean if you're going to tell the story and you're going to tell the story on a contemporaneous um you, you know chronological sequence yeah why would you end it if you know why would you not then start the story 10 years later yeah from the from season one like it doesn't make sense to tell like four seasons of a story and then for the last bit uh jump ahead for multiple episodes it feels like hacky because it's like oh so the story's just building on on pause for 10 years because then it picks up like where you think it should have 
you know. It's a Better Call Saul ripoff, in my opinion. They changed the hue of the camera. They changed the tone. It just, oh, it stunk. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I I honestly felt like watching it. You having a meat snack? Like the people making it fell Uh, out of love with the show. I'm enjoying a uh, Snake River Farms Wagyu meat stick. Oh, word. It's smoked. Snake River Farms, some of the finest meats available this is anywhere. A, this is a paid advert. I was going to say. You, Snake River Farms. Snake River Farms, send us a check Both for $400 and or I'm going to bleep out your name. Wagyu. Thank you. I'm enjoying it right now. This is fantastic. My God, how long do they smoke this meat for? It must be days, months, years. It's amazing. <laughs> I mean, you're honestly like selling it. It's like, can finest I? Finest pieces of meat I've ever had. And to have Wagyu in stick form never happens. Wow. Only Snake River Farms. Only. Snake River Farms. <laughs> Wagyu beef? Is that comparable to Wahlburgers beef? Is that in the same grade? Same no, ballpark? No, no, it's Fuck. not. Fuck. I feared this. Mm. Mm-hmm. I only brought that for the bit. I actually really don't want any more. I was going to say, aren't you at your limit? I on, am. On your new program. Mm. But I got a very, brick in here. I don't know if I finished the thing, but like, I felt like Bill Hader and the other people making the show were like, bored with the show we're like let's just get to the end rushed. felt like very rushed and like they didn't care and also the show started as a comedy drama and it ended as like a flat-out drama that's it annoying didn't even attempt jokes anymore well because my favorite part of i love bill Hader. i love bill Hader, and mm. in, in almost anything that he does so like and i've seen uh, a few seasons of barry and i actually really enjoyed it henry winkler was excellent in there too yes but like to he, he he was very seamlessly successful at blending the drama and the comedy when uh, mm. when it started. So to hear that it's finishing in a way that is pure drama is actually really really annoying. And then the jump to and then to have it rushed and shoehorned even more irritating because this was kind of a, a way for this was Bill Hader flexing right. Mm. This is him showing that he can write because it's his show. He yeah. did write it, right? Like, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and he, directed. And he directed the all last, of yeah, like several, yeah. So seasons. Yeah. I mean, you know, and steering that direction, and then not knowing how to find a conclusion, which I think is you know such a key part of storytelling because you have to know where you end up. Mm. It's not about just coming with the characters and letting it flow. Uh, we all saw what happened to Game of Thrones, which was the worst thing that's ever hmm. happened to I think television, maybe ever. Huh. The Games of Fair. Thrones finale is underrated. What do you think? That oh. is, I even from a contrarian opinion standpoint, yeah. that is just generally insulting. Nah, I mean it. Yeah, do you? Yeah. No one believes that one. Yeah. The logic yeah, you, behind any, no one believes that. You've shown your hand. Yeah. I can be honest, <laughs> in, 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 looking back at it, I think Game of Thrones, in the moment, I was pretty caught up. And I, I believe I fell for the hype machine. When you look at that series end to end, there's a lot of crap and there's some stuff that's phenomenal and it's, you know, cinematography's great, whatever, but. Um, they had a formulaic component to them too, right? Like, so like every single season, they were kind of a slow roll out of the gate with like one or two episodes that were sort of uh, more dialogue building up to certain things as opposed to having the action building up right. and giving you tension release, the things that they sort of expected you to, that you liked about it, right? That was definitely not there, but um even with their formulaic components, because they were more season-wide instead of episode-wide, unlike um, what I think Succession was doing, which I think every episode kind of carried right. the exact same thing, they did such a good job of being able to build characters, change them somewhat. I mean, you look at where Jon Snow started and ended, 
You look at where um, uh, uh, Khaleesi there started and ended. Hmm. And uh, not where she ended, but where she was before the last season started. I mean, how she was a sort of weak person, then then sought to please her husband to be a better, then sought to be a better leader, and then sought to do what's best for her people. And then within, you know, 80 minutes of, of the last season, she became some kind of evil queen that wanted to kill everyone. Which made fucking no sense at all. That it was kind of dope, sense. And then you had um, <laughs> it, Jamie Lannister's story, right? So he starts as like the worst human being, the spoiled, the everything, and he has a, a real arc here that should have then come to a place where he he you know he has turned. He's he's figured out that like other people do matter. That there is some humanity here. And then he ends up you know dying with bricks falling on him with with uh, with Cersei, like. That was another show. Right. It felt like I forgot about that. The creators were just like, "Oh, I'm tired of making this stupid That's show." That's exactly just ended. it. Just like, like so, like you said with Barry, we're just like, "I, uh, well, it's gotta go." Um, all right, here's four episodes. Just close it out. Yeah, like everyone slipped on a banana peel and shot each That's other exactly in the face. Right. Like, yeah, the right. end. Let's go. This, uh, how many Deus Ex Machina so nonsense can we get? <laughs> like it's hey. just so painful. I know you hate to see it. It's you like, do. You want it to end strong and. And but what do you mean? So what is it that Bill Hader line? is working on that he needs to? He needs this space. Fucking Ali Wong's box or something. Are they dating? Man. Yeah. Oh no. His kidding. dating history is hilarious. He's gotten some good. I polls. thought he was with Anna Kendrick before this. He was, he was. and Rachel Bilson. Fucking. Oh, I love the Anna Kendrick combination. Those two together actually I feel like makes a lot of sense. I fucking. So he's left Anna Kendrick and now he's with Ali, Ali Wong. Ali Wong, yeah. She's funny though. No, 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 no. Listen, 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 no, no. Fuck that. Joe doesn't like this. I hate this. This is this is awful. You didn't like Baby Cobra. Love, no, love, no. Anna Kendrick. She's great. What do you like about her? uh, I like how quirky she is, and that she's funny, and she can sing, and that generally most of her characters are actually, I think, have a certain sincerity that I think she probably has in real life. Fuck, he has a good real answer. Gotta love a real answer. (laughs) And then, and then they met on the set of uh, what is it, the Santa Claus movie that they had there with Netflix. I watched it a couple the last couple years. Um, Uh, This could be any number of turkeys. Yeah, but it's 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 one starring the two of them. Oh, Little Cups? It's the wrong one. I think Pitch Perfect 1 is something of a masterpiece. The other two are trash. Uh, the first one's good. second one's decent. The last one is only if you really just want to go through the motions, but it's okay. And even then, it's DJ like Collins in there somewhere. Yeah, the exactly. Great. No, but I mean, you know, Adam Levine's funny, and so is... Uh, That's fair. Adam Devine's good. DJ Khaled, friend of the show. And um, what was in that? Ben Platt, I think he got his, 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 that was his big platform to come up there. Platt. Because wasn't he the magician dude in that? Was that Ben Platt? Yes. Right? There's that sweet moment where like he joins the singing and he thought he was kicked out or whatever. It's charming. And then he, uh, I mean, what? I haven't uh, seen Pitch Perfect. Who said all that? Yeah. I (laughs) own all three. Is there a fourth? Uh, If there is, I've seen it. It's probably in the works. I can't remember. We're available. We're gonna... in, so Ben Platt then went on to Dear Evan Hansen, which was a gigantic hit on Broadway. <laughs> I know, but then they made a movie of it and everybody hated it. Didn't see the Pam. movie. Didn't see the movie. Ben Platt, I believe, ended up dating the understudy that was supposed to play him as the main guy, Evan Hansen. Oh, word? They're now still together, yeah. 
Fucking, yeah. fucking. Yeah. Not if I yeah. was there. You guys, fucking. What does that mean? Yeah, you're just joining a threesome with Ben Platt and his understudy. <laughs> if you were there, whoever, even if it was just me and Ben Platt, that's cool. Just too. the two of you. You don't want yeah. the other guy as well. He's a good fucking singer. Get him in there. He's a good singer. He's there too. If fucking, I ever come down here to the chill zone and you're fucking Ben Platt, I got the biggest what? fucking dick. So who right? fucking cares, bro? Like just before you guys, and it's like you knew I was coming. We do the podcast same time every week. You had to fuck Ben Platt I'm right down, now. I'm down here plugging <laughs> Ben Platt at yeah. four. 30 p.m. on a right? Friday. Like every single time. It's the same week. You guys couldn't have scheduled this like 3.30. You guys had to do this right now. Come on. I want to watch the new standalone Hobbs Fast yeah. and Furious. But I'm mean, just like... Friday's really the only day I get out that early. So it would really... I, I don't know. That's really the only time I can squeeze them in. Is there a pun there? In? I guess. No. Okay. On the bottom? Damn it. I did it to myself. Knew it. Uh, we got him again. This is, good. this is good. We've got him dead to rights. Did we watch anything else? Uh, I watched my fucking will to live implode when I read this last bit oh, of news boy. that I wanted to bring oh, up real quick. Oh, boy. Yeah. Folks, we're back in the Fast and Furious corner because oh, Ryan Reynolds and Kevin Hart are rumored to be joining Dwayne Johnson in his solo Fast and Furious Hobbs film. Have you ever heard a worse sentence in your entire fucked up life? Wow. Because I haven't. I didn't read the whole headline because I wanted you to shock me on air, but all I knew was that Ryan Reynolds and Kevin Hart were doing something together. I didn't realize it was that. That sucks. So it's the spinoff with The Rock. Mm -hmm. So it's a Fast and the Furious, already well-written, well-directed. Correct. Yeah. Masterpiece. All right. So a spinoff of that with just one of the two characters that were involved in previous spinoffs. Yes. The previous one, Hobbs and Shaw, which was horrible and everybody hated. Yes. Take... 50% 50% of, of that out. Yeah, so, and now we got... Right, now so we're we cooking. Remove Statham, who was arguably the better part. Oh, yeah. Just thanks, The Rock. Thanks, bruv. Then we're going to add Ryan Reynolds <laughs> and 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 uh, uh, Kevin Hart. So did AI write this movie? Is this... Honestly, I feel yes. like it sounds like this has just been devised from like surveys that were yes. out there on Netflix. We said this in our Fast X review. I think that that was AI-driven yeah. and this is AI-driven. Right, like it doesn't uh, feel real. These are not all, real listen, movies that we're exist. We're all on in Earth. the simulation now, anyway. None of this is real. No, this is even real. You think Fuck. you and I, all of us, went to high school together? We ended up down in this crazy basement right now on a podcast. How much sense is that really? I hate my son. Fuck. Think about it. So you're blowing my mind right now. I know, right? No, <laughs> no, no. I got to tether something to reality here. This no. basement is all it is. This is what it is. These We're bright good. lights and the everything else, the as good as it gets poster over here. Isn't that I've nice? Had, I've had enough Dalmore to tell you guys the truth. King Holy Alexander shit. III wants you to know that none of this is real. Whoa. Not a thing. You think The Rock could be famous in any actual environment? Now I'm starting to believe. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm listening now. Yeah, yeah. I was scary for a minute. Listen, now you're going back on The Rock, so we're good. All he's doing is lifting weights all day, and he has the same tenology in every single role he's ever played. You tell him that's the most popular guy that could possibly yes, buddy. In, be in yeah. all of media? That doesn't make any go, sense. Go, Rock, go. Thank no you. No way. No way. Wow, I feel it's like all I'm, the stepping, I'm stepping outside the Matrix yeah. for the first time ever. I, I, you know, that's one of those movies I wish they'd make another one. Joe, are you the An- are you the Andrew Tate of Enough the Podcast? Wow. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Fuck, Here's a series sick. of misogynistic statements that I hope become relatable for people that are between 12 and 15 years old. I am a living Maxim magazine. Yay! Thank God you. someone exists out there to say these things. I thought you might slap that one. Yeah, thank nice. you. Nice. That's a fucking brain slam. Hi, I'm Troy McClure. And God, I, there's no one I miss more than I think maybe Phil Hartman. Yeah, he was awesome. He was awesome. And yeah, I don't know what else to say besides I, I'm pretty sure this rock standalone Fast and Furious movie 
is going to be the worst movie ever made. Oh, no question. I'm calling it's it right absolute here. nightmare of a there film. There is no right. like organic environment where those three actors can appear as their general stereotypes that they play in everything because that's what they're going to do. Mm. So that means this entire dialogue is going to be shoehorned in such a way that's painful. Never mind in an action movie, Woof. which makes it even tougher. Yeah. I just got. Uh, yeah, you just like got a, a visible chill. I just got yeah. shivers. I watched you physically react to that. <laughs> God, I wish we had a video element for that reason alone. You just having like a real time shiver at the idea of this movie's existence. That just happened. I'm glad you guys Good saw stuff. that. We're going to add that. So anyway, if you guys donate on Patreon, um, you get access to the video of Enough the Podcast. We really do need to do a Patreon. Yeah. So you get that plus the and bonus features. And uh, we talk about extra things after the fact. So we take some of your questions. But it's uh, it's $50 to sign up on a monthly basis and then Ooh. uh or if you want to do annual there's a bit of a discount i can't remember exactly what it is you five dollars off is that what it is we'll anyway so sign up and uh you can see some of the bonus content including scott shiver tonight <laughs> thank you great I advert i, I mean, suggested to scott that we make an only fans yes uh, i think you start with uh nude yeah i feel like that's like the last resort i don't know if you want to open with that That'd be how. Like, so we, when you say when you say OnlyFans nude, is it you two just doing the podcast naked, or yes. is there other stuff happening? No, nah, we, we're just nude. You yeah. get exclusive access to the sports corner, so you can see when the, the dicks, dicks come out. out. That's you can only see it then it. at that moving, specific moment in time. Forward as a guest, um, do I have to do that? You do. I do. Yes, I do like being on the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I might do it. <laughs> He's in. Oh, that's tough. He's All in. Right. The All dicks right. are out. All right, fine. We can do the dicks are out thing. Can you go right to the OnlyFans. And also, Fast X releases on digital platforms on June 9th. So, so it's basically like kind of bombing at the box office for a Fast and Furious movie, and they're just kind of farting it onto on demand. Yikes. In I already pre-ordered it. Yikes. And <laughs> I'll watch it again just to make sure it's a big Agreed, piece of yeah. shit, but I'm pretty sure it is. Did, did you guys watch the Mario movie? Yeah. No. I saw it in the, you saw it? I saw it in the theater. It's, like getting, it's, it's doing very, very well. Um, it is. It's already it's, like the second highest grossing animated film of all time, yeah. I do believe. What's the first? So, Toy Story? Three? Probably. Yeah, yeah it's got to be one of those. Uh, no, no. It's Frozen. Oh, yes. That it is. is. Yeah, Frozen's that's absolutely the number one. Yep. Frozen, Frozen stinks. Uh, it's good. They're both good. May They're I ask good. what do you like about it? Uh, actually, I find the music very good, and both Kristen Bell and... Uh, uh, Adele Dazeen, uh, great, great singers. Wickedly talented. Wickedly talented. Adele Dazeen. And, but, I mean, honestly, the animation's good. The story's good. It's unique. It takes turns you weren't expecting. And then you don't have a set bad guy so much as you do just people doing some moments of self-discovery. So I did like Frozen <laughs> Ooh, in that way. Perfect. Uh, and the second one was was a good sort of a, more or less a romantic comedy. But um, but we're both good. And again, music just as catchy. But, uh, yeah, I know. I think... Um, yeah, Mario now is is a second to uh, one of or both Frozen's, but that's it. And did you I, see I, Mario? I haven't seen it yet, so mm. so it's now on streaming, and I mean to. But what did you think? Did you think it was a good movie? No, I thought it was worthless and awful. And oh, the only good bad. thing about it is it yeah. was nice looking animation, just very the visuals. Colorful. Yeah. Okay, so can't carry anything. So why is it doing so well? What is carrying this film? I think Mario people just love the games that much. That's that it. It was just that recognizable and it just hit but yeah the movie's bad and i think it's you're bad. gonna be insulted by the italian stereotypes oh on display. i already don't Ooh. care for that and just the lack of good jokes or oh. reason for existing oh i don't like that at all yeah oh no that's so disappointing they bummed me out oh i don't like that even a little bit 
But, I mean, they're going to make all of them now because they made so much money. They'll make a Donkey so Kong movie. Money. They'll make a Zelda movie. Oh, the Nintendo-verse. Yeah. Yep. A Donkey Kong movie. I mean, what is in the plot line of that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm throwing barrels. All right. Green light. That doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> Sorry. And when Donkey Kong came out, Mario was just known as Jumpman at that point. Kid, isn't That's that like what Drake is called? I don't know. Am I hip? Is Drake Jumpman? Yeah, call Trey back. <laughs> Get Trey back on the phone. Let's find some answers out. Uh, Drake has a song called Jumpman where he's yeah, talking about that's what talking I about Jordan sneakers because oh. Michael Jordan is Jumpman. I see. Yeah, which, I speak black. Ah, uh, I don't. Uh, I speak jive. Was Drake at like the premiere of Air? Is that an airplane that reference? Song? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Good get. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, that is. I don't know. Was that enough? I think that might be enough. Yeah, we've, we really, we've said it all. Hell yeah. But um, what the hell are we going to watch coming up? I feel like it's been sort of a lull for movies and we're going to have like Barbie and Oppenheimer roaring in any day now. <laughs> when but is it's Barbie It's still like four weeks That's away. That's July. July 21st, I want to say. Barbie comes out July 21st. And Oppenheimer. They weekend. both come out the same weekend? Yeah. Uh, probably uh, weird double feature. No, I mean, yeah, it's there's That's, no demographic split there that makes any it's sense. It's become a big bit online where people are like, "Which one are you seeing?" Or yeah. everyone like the biggest double feature ever. It's, yeah, it's Matt Damon's fun. take is perfect. He goes, "You know, mo- you can see more than one movie in a weekend." Yeah, That's, That's actually it. amazing. Sim- something I think Rian That's sent me pretty that. Good. Simple as that. That's Just really good. Go to two movies. It's not <laughs> that movies. fucking nuts. That's actually really good. Hey, you could even go to two in a row. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, doesn't matter at all. I mean, I'm not going to do it. I watch the one, but you yeah. get one a year. Yeah. And you've already picked Oppenheimer. It's so going to be never Oppenheimer Barbie. over Barbie, yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, I'm wearing all pink right now. I was going like, to say, are like you on your way to a I'm Barbie party? I'm going to a Barbie-themed party after this. Wow. And uh, and probably talking about Oppenheimer. But you know what? That's the walking contradiction is, that is Joe Grotta. Is fucking Margot Robbie going to fucking be I'm there? sorry, what? Yeah, I hope what? so. They just can't uh, lay a glove yeah. on you, that's all. <laughs> Throwing seven different kinds of smoke. This, oh. Oh, Dupree. <laughs> but... Um, what do you think? I think, Joe, what are your yeah. plugs? Where can the fans find you? Uh, I mean, you can uh, you can locate me just on, uh, you know, LinkedIn. You can find me on uh, you know, oh, just using my regular name. That's uh, that, Yeah, that's the best way to locate me. Uh, if you want to find me on uh, Xbox Live, my uh, name on there is Joseph Grata. <laughs> what a great plug. And, uh, you know, those are the two things where I think is the best way to reach me. Are you so throwing the gauntlet down for enough fans to challenge you in vids? Uh, if we're playing uh, Call of Duty... Listen. Are you throwing listen. down the gauntlet legends? Listen. That was a great game. That was a great game. There's, there's, uh, it, yeah, find, find me at Call of Duty and uh, prepare to be humbled. Wow. That's the vids overlord talking to you. Yeah. Guys, don't even bother. I've had no fun playing vids with Joe over the years. Mm. He's always the best at them. It yeah. sucks. This is what I'm most known for. Uh, you want to go back to the room and play Xbox? Fuck, that'd be sick. Appreciate you leaving out that first part. I left out the first oh, thank part. Thank you, Ian. That's good. We're a friendly show here. It's, we are. That's what they refer to us as. The friendliest guys around. Yeah. So, Hoops, uh, we can find you at Skip Seasoned at Instagram and Twitter. and That's true. And you can find us at Enough the Podcast at Instagram and Podcast Enough on Twitter. Oh, you yeah. can find me at ankfit.com and I'm currently accepting clients on a limited basis. More often than not, I prefer a referral, but... I got a little bit of availability in my schedule. I'm thinking I might squeeze in some new people. Could it be you? It should be. It should be. 
Are you a disgusting slob? Come on down. We'll make it right. I used to be a disgusting slob. These guys saw it. It's true. He looks great now. Um, You can see him. If you subscribe to the Patreon, you can see him every day. It's just me nude on the Patreon. Yeah, it's actually that's most of it. And I subscribe. (laughs) Fifty bucks a month. It's worth every penny. Honestly, I would pay ten times that for the type of content. Five hundred dollars a month to see me nude. Yep. We'll discuss that tomorrow night at dinner. We're going to be heading to the Big Apple by the time you folks have heard this. So, Joey, thank you for joining us. Always a pleasure. Absolute pleasure being here. This was wonderful. I I have tremendous gratitude for this because I actually really do enjoy this every time I come here. So, thank you so much. Appreciate you, bud. Even even though I see you guys all all the time. Thanks, bud. Joe, gratitude. Hey, listen, (laughs) listen, buddy. I I gotta go. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Have a goo. Monty. <laughs> Buddy, I gotta go. I don't want to say it was the best episode, but <laughs> it was.